Okay, Shalom Aleichem, welcome everyone to Tuesdays with Torah. It's uh, right before Rosh Hashanah, so it's a very exciting time here. We're, uh, we're at the uh, cusp of uh, a new year, and a new year comes a lot of good things with it, and Mir Hashem, a lot of Hatzlachah, so let's, uh, let's talk a little bit about how the next one, next one. Uh, he's, uh, Elio is here, so write that one. Okay, so um, I, say this, I say this story every year, but I'm going to say it again because the story you can repeat and it's such a powerful story. Spira said it. And also it's with a guy, one of our members of our show. Okay, the story is, it's in Rabbi, uh, Rabbi Spira's book. Um, one of the touched by something, you know, uh, uh, inspiration. No. Anyway, the kids are, uh, the story goes as follows. There was a boy that came to, there was a boy that came to, uh, Darche, I believe it was Darche, and he came from Poland. Um, his name is Yaakov. We know him. Okay. And and he um, he was a young boy, and whatever it was, however the story, how he came, I don't know. He became from. He wanted to come, and they brought him in. Some uh, people brought him in to uh, Farakaway, and he. Um, and, and yeah, left. I can't pronounce the last, it's Polish. Um, anyway, he came in from Farakaway and he grew up and he went through 9th grade, 10th grade, 11th grade, 12th grade, even younger. He was actually in the, in the earlier grades, came to Darche and he did very well over there and he was graduating. And his, the school decided to do a special surprise for him and they flew in his mother. His father had died years ago. And they flew in his mother. They weren't very, very poor. His mother died recently also. Um, but at that point, she was alive and well. And they flew her in. And he was very, very close to her. In the story, it says, and I asked him all this, uh, if it's true, and he, he, uh, he uh, confirmed it. In the story, it says, when he used to call on the phone, he used to like, call and hold the phone and hug the phone and after she hung up there was no there was no text no whatsapp those days and stuff like that after the phone he would hold the phone still and he had tears in his eyes that's how close he was to his mother and he, the once a week call was so important anyway so he uh he they flew her in and right before the uh the graduation they um tell him we have we we have a special guest for you they show him his mother's here and he didn't, before he even gets a chance, they told him, can you say a few words um, for your mother? Your mother's here. So he got up and he spoke. And he spoke about his, how much he thanks the school for giving him the life and the Torah and, and for making him you know, see the beauty of Yiddishkeit. And he, and he thanked everybody and he thanked everybody. And then he turns to his mother. Big crowd. How many, even then, how many people does Darke have? Now, Whatever, yeah. So, like, a class was like, and, and, and Bobby's, so there was a thousand people in the auditorium, and he turns to his mother, and he starts, and he switches, and he starts to speak, and he spoke in Polish. She didn't understand the word of English. Anyway, he spoke for a few minutes, like two minutes, spoke in, he spoke in Polish. There was not a dry eye in the, in the auditorium. The, the mother was crying. He was crying. Everybody was crying around. Right now, nobody knew 
Polish. Nobody in the auditorium knew Polish. But everybody understood very well what he was saying. So that's the point of slichus. Slichus, we come, we can say, most of the things we can't understand what we're saying. Right? But we're saying, why say it? Why this and that? But you see from the story how sometimes if you feel something and you see something, you, you can feel the, you can understand the language by just being there and feeling it and connecting. Everybody connected, everybody understood. Exactly what he, no, they understood what he said. Um, so we come to Slichus and we want to be close. We have, we want to be close to Hashem. It could be different, it could be strange, it could be. But we understand, and I have a story about a phone ringing also. Um, no, Rab Milach said the story about a phone ringing. He says that when we, when we come to, when we come to a shul and we hear a phone ringing, all of us, what are we thinking? What tune is that? Is it, is it, is it Animamin? This is in Israel, he says it. I wanted to tell him, in, in America, nobody's playing Animamin as a phone ringer. Uh, this is a different place. But, you know, what tune is that? Is that, a, is that an old Beatles song? Is that a cool, uh, you know, uh, Justin uh, Timberlake uh, song? Uh, Uzi Badner. Right, Uzi Badner song. Um, what, what is that? Right? Everyone's thinking, right, what song is it? The guy whose phone it is, obviously he shuts it off in the middle of davening, but what's he thinking? Who's calling me, right? That's, he says, that's the sound of a shofar. Everybody, you blow a shofar every morning, this morning, right? How many heard the shofar this morning? Did we blow? Okay. Uh, so, you blow a shofar in the morning and everyone's thinking, uh, how, he has a very high-pitched voice. He, he has a, like a stutter. You know, when the trua happened, he didn't do his tongue good. You know, like the, the, the there was too many pauses. And um, it goes up and it goes down. And everyone thinks like a lot, lot of different things. And yeah, what kind of guy is he who's blowing the chauffeur? He's like, uh, you know, this, this, this modern kid, you know. What do they get? Everyone thinks everything else. But the right message is, is who's calling? That's a sh- call. Maybe there, there's a message from the Rabbani Shalalem. That doesn't matter who's blowing. There's, there's a call. The guy who picks up the phone, who owns the phone. You've got to own up to your shafer. You've got to own up to it and say, wait a second, I'm the owner. Who's calling? Who's, who, what's the message? A beautiful message. Okay, so that's, we got through slichas. We got through, um, we got through, uh, um, we're getting through slichas. This year we're saying the most slichas ever, ever. The way it works out. Mishabura says, we just missed the cutoff. Okay, the Mishabura says that if Roshana starts on, on, on Tuesday, we would have only, uh, not Tuesday, it starts on Tuesday, but it starts on Wednesday. One more day, one more day later, we would have had a whole week less of slichas. Yay, I'm, I'm happy we have a lot of slichas. No, no, I'm saying, why? So this year we have the most possible ever slichas. Hardly ever falls out this way. But Lamaisa, the truth is, is that we're very lucky because we get to say Hashem Hashem so many times. Slichas is... Um, is, is something that the Gemara says as follows. The Gemara in Rosh in Hashanah, Dav Yud Zayin I looked it up. It says, it says that somebody who says, Hashem, Hashem, it says, um, it's Rabbi Yehuda, uh, says, Bris, Krisai, um, I can't read it, uh, the Shoshimei uh, Midois, is is that Misha Misha Amar Shleishim Emidus? The term I, I can't read it. What I wrote over here, Einoi Choyzer Reikim. 
His tefillah will not come out empty. Somewhat. Now, we're saying it must be hundreds of times. Do the math. Every time, every slichas in the morning, if we make it, we should make it. There's a 10 o'clock slichas also in town that you can make it. But the Mishra says better in the morning, but if you're not a morning person, are you, many of you guys are not morning people, then do, and you're not going to make it, no problem, do it, you know, do it at night. So we say, we say at least four, five, six times, and then we're going to say it in Rosh Hashanah many times, and Esar Yisimei Tshuva, and each time, can you imagine each time you have a powerful tefillah, we say something? So Rabbein Bechai says, it makes it a little bit harder, he says that when you say Hashem Hashem, you, should, you shouldn't say it without Kavana, you should have a basic Kavana, Hashem Hashem, you shouldn't just say it in your sleep. And we'll talk about that, what it, what it really means. But he says, that if you say it with a little kavana, you say you understand a little bit what the words mean, then he says he says very very important that ki amevin as shoshas hamidos v'yodeya pirusha ain't filasai chayzeres reikam ella im yeshavera gemura shema keves. If you have a very bad, uh, you know, like whatever, you're 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 constantly. Um, you know, making fun, making a mana cry or a yasam, a saima cry, whatever your, your, these kinds of things are. <laughs> Shem does not uh, does not uh, give the rachamim when you you hurt his kids, certain of his kids. You got to be very careful with. It. But certain kinds of he doesn't say that of error, but certain of errors that uh, you have to be careful with. But otherwise, you're going to get answered. Might not be perfect, so you're going to ask for the um, the five million dollars. You might get a million and a half, you know. So, but you're going to get answered. You're going to get answered. So it's very, very important to say it. So I'll tell you at least a little bit what Ramaylech Biderman had some of it. Uh, the shot from Tesis. I actually looked at the Tesis, not the Tesis. It's the Hagoy right near the Tesis. He brings this down, and and uh, and he says what. I'll give you a little little snippet of what it. What it means when you say Hashem Hashem. So there's two Hashems. Hashem Hashem, the first Hashem has to be that it's the Adness of Kurl. It's the owner of everything. Hashem. Now, the second Hashem is a different meaning. That's Midas Arachimim. Now, you can't have Midas Arachimim. Why do you have two Hashems? Why double it? Because you first have to establish that He's the God of everything. Once He's the God, if, if, if I'm asking my boss, Yassi here, right, for, for a favor, and, and I'm not sure he's the boss. I'm just asking him, you know, I'm not sure, uh, asking him for a raise, but like I'm not. You first got to establish he's the boss. Yeah, yeah, he's the one that decides everything, right? Go right to the boss. Cut right to it. If I don't know he's the boss, then I'm just, I'm wasting my time. How can I ask him for anything? He's not Baal Rachman. So that's the first thing. The second thing, Hashem is, Hashem is the Baal Rachman. Um, Hashem, Hashem. Kel. I'm just saying the cuff. It's not, there's no cuff there, but Kel is a connotates Parnassah. Guys, we need the money, so let's go. Kel, have him on Kel. The gelt, right? The moolah. We want, we want to have that. So Kel, Hashem, you're the have the keys of the parnas of the jobs of the deals of whatever else, right? Uh, I think he told me um, not hard money loans, uh, cash advances, right? No, oh, okay. I can't say that publicly. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, right. So that's 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 Kel Rachum. Rachum is a very interesting thing. Is Rachum? He says the uh, go over there is that it says it's Rachmanis before you even realize it. Imagine that. It's it's amazing. In other words, imagine getting somebody to be Rachum before that. You know, there's there's a car coming and there or something coming and pushing it away, but you don't even know about it, right? It pushes, it stops, or whatever. 
a danger coming. You're, people are walking and things are happening behind them and they're, and, and they're going and they don't realize, well, yeah, I guess Hashem helps me. You, know, you don't realize how Hashem... So that's the midah of Rachem is, is, is Rachmanus before we even know that there's Rachmanus. That helps you beforehand. Not getting a job sometimes is under Rachmanus. The job that you would have gotten, you would have been stuck there. It would have been miserable. You would have been, uh, right? We all had those things. And you, you didn't get that job. That's, that's Rahman. I'm, I'm stopping you before you... Why go through that? You don't even know. And you don't even realize that that's Rahman. That, that's that's Rahman. We're asking for it. Chanun is when a person, he's, he's deep, he's knee deep in it, right? He is, uh, he's trying to... That's, that's, then you need the Chanun. Now, Chanun, this is amazing, by the way. This is amazing. It's worth coming just to hear this. Chanun is even when you're wrong. You're dead wrong. You deserve it. And he brings a raya from the Lushan of Khan is when a guy borrows money, he has a mashkin. And he, he says, the Pasuk says, so what the Zahalach is that you got, if it's a mashkin, it's a pillow, then you got to give it back to him at night. Now, it's a big hassle. Like, you lent him, you, you lent him a thousand bucks. You just want a, a nice feather pillow, you know, whatever. That's 50 bucks. Feather pillows are expensive. They're not like the junk that they sell. Anyway, you want, and you got to give him back at night, every night. What, who's, does that make sense? No. He has no right for it because he wanted the thousand bucks. He, he can give collateral, not even a whole collateral. So the Pusik says, You're wrong, he's right, but you're crying. Even if you're wrong, it makes no sense. You know, there's people that cry when, like, you ask them what the story is, and it, like, doesn't make any sense. Like, what are you, crazy? Like, what, what are you thinking? Why? Why? But that's Hanan. If you cry to Hashem like that, it makes no sense. Yes. I was supposed to get that job. What do you mean that job? The guy who got a job had 20 years more experience, was there for 40 years. You know, like, what, no, but you crying for it? Then Hashem's going to answer Hashem. That's Hanan. That's amazing. It also comes from the word Matnas Chinam. And the Belzareb would say, um, since the Pasik says, you have to have the Nitzak. So he used to go around the base measure saying, Does anyone know what Haikh is? Please don't tell me you don't know. What? Higher. Higher, louder, very good. Okay, we got some Hasidim here. Louder, louder. Why? Because he, he says, I want you to be Makayim the Nitzak. You're crying out, then you get the Chanun. You're just going to sit like, um, you know, and, and say it like in the monotone then you, you, you're not going to get anything, right? So by screaming it louder, is like pressing that little box that says, I'm not a robot. Does anyone know what I mean? You know, not a robot. Okay, so give me some. What? <laughs> yeah, okay. Right? Um, so so that's, that's what it's, that's what, you know, giving life into it is telling me, I'm just, I'm here, I'm alive, I'm, 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 I mean it, I'm screaming at you, I'm, I'm putting my, my, my heart and soul into it. So that's, that's why it first says, um, it's a very interesting thing also, he says, by, we say, then we go say, I don't know if you ever, we ever put in mind. The first one is, and then the second one is, the first one is not, he's not, and he says why, because the first one is, we have to say that, because by saying, he's not yet on the Kisei Rachman. God is still, he's Erech Apayim. How old is anger? 
But there's a difference holding your anger and being sitting on the chair of Rachamim. Basically, when you sit on the chair of Rachamim, you're saying, this is the free chair. Rachamim. I'm sitting here, ready to give you Rachamim. Open up, ask me. So, why is he not sitting in the beginning? Because you never said, Hashem, Hashem. And Hashem, once you say Hashem, Hashem, that gets Hashem to get up on that seat and go into the other seat. It's an amazing thing. So, that's why the first one, every time you come into Shul, the first one is always Kel, Kel Erech and then Yoshev al Kisei, then then comes Yoshev al Kisei Rachmim. So, you gotta, you gotta first say the, the Yud Gimel Midas. So this is something that is uh, very important. The Slicha starts with Ashrei, meaning that we're coming home. And it's also Aleph Beis, which, which connotates Ashrei, is Aleph Beis, except for what letter? Nun. Nun, very good. Right, Nun, is, that means we're not falling. Nun is Nefila, we're not falling. That, that connotates that we're going back to basics, and we're, Hashem's going to help us stay up and not to fall. And there is, this is some, some of the things... That we um, we should go into um, we should go into we go into davening. Okay, so coming into Rosh Hashanah, we all know the most important thing of Rosh Hashanah is um, everything else doesn't matter. What does matter is, of course, is to dip the apple apple in the honey, right? We all know that, right? This is this is, I'm not telling, you, right? And if we don't sing it. Then, then you for sure not. Then you will go forever into Gehenna. Mm-hmm. I'm serious, <laughs> right? No, seriously. But uh, seriously, this is um, it's interesting. This is part of part of what we do, right? We uh, we sing. We just. What's the significance? I served this year. Beautiful. What is the significance of of the uh, the honey? Honey is a sweet year. Now, just get, let, let me let me explain you one thing. With all this simanim, what, what's it for? Is that a joke? I mean. You write Marbis Chuyasenu and 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 so my my Rabbi also said and this is the, this is the Emes Lamita all these simanim basically is it's another form of prayer we're 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 in Roshana we're Roshana Hashem's close to us he's here he's in the house right and we have we can ask him so while we're sitting in a meal we're, we're, we're eating things and that's another way we're praying that's, that's really what it is and the same with dipped apple and the honey that really what it is I'm here look and honey I'm this that asking I'm constantly asking wow the guy's asking me so much I'll give it to him here you're going to have a sweet year you're going to have a party you're going to have good you want to alright yes me so but honey interesting thing about honey is honey comes from bees honey comes from stinging we should think about that when we're sitting there is that the challenges that we had this year that stung, that made it difficult, brought the honey. So we think that Hashem doesn't like us, we have all these challenges. No, Hashem made us that way. Right? You ever saw a, um, a, a gold medalist where we just had the Olympics? I don't know if anyone was uh, watching. I wasn't. But I, I know, I've seen it. Um, you know, the hotter it was, and then they get up there and they say the story of their struggle makes it even more special. Right, I don't know if you remember see the video of going around where this is years ago, where the guy was running the the marathon or whatever it was, and he broke something, and he he got up, and he he just wanted to finish that race, and it was it was so hard, and he's fighting to finish the race, and he finished it, and his father came in from the uh, from the bleachers to help him, and he persevered and he finished it, and it was a cheering, it was like uh, the ooh ah good feeling, right? What's that good feeling? And that's that's. That's unfortunately what 
you know, they don't have the good feeling of us of, of growing in mitzvahs and Torah and Yerushalayim. But that, the idea is the same. The idea is that is that when you have the challenges and you overcome those challenges and you get to your goal, if it's easy, right? That's why a guy ever wondered in sports, a guy who's, who takes steroids, you know, ah, it's out. Everybody hates them, cheater. What do you mean? He got, he did the same thing. He ran the same marathon. He took some. It took some steroids because it was easy. It was artificially easy. You didn't struggle. The sport is about struggling. It's the idea of the goal, what makes it so amazing, is that struggle. Hashem says, you know what? You're going to struggle, but you're going to get there. You, if you don't, you're not ready to struggle. If you want to have a year of chilling, then it's, it's, you're going to no problem. You'll have that year, but you're not going to get to where you want to get. You're not going to have that beauty. You're not going to have that, that gedula, that growth. That life, you're not going to have that because you, you just wanted to, you didn't have that. So that's the idea of, of we should think about that. So I want to end off with a, a story. So the, um, the Imre Emes, by the way, says that Rosh Hashanah is so special that Yosef HaTzadik got out of jail on Rosh Hashanah. That was when it was. Did you know that? I didn't. I found that today. But um, Yosef HaTzadik got out of jail on Rosh Hashanah. I didn't know it was that day. So he says that um, Rosh Hashanah has a special kayach to get us out of jail a lot of us have our own things that we're imprisoned by not necessarily jail of course but there's things that are imprisoning us and so we have the kayach of Rosh Hashanah is to take us out of that jail take us out of what's, what's holding us back what's holding us back so we can grow and we can, we can make, make the person that we want to be so the story goes as follows I end with this story um, of the uh, story is, is of Rav Tuvia Weiss Rav Tuvia Weiss uh, was a child and he lived in in, um, in Europe and at that time the, um, the uh, Nazis were, came to the, his his, his, um, his shtetl and it was, he lived in a city and he lived right near Pressburg I forgot the name of the city and they, the, the, they wanted to make it easier for them. It was towards uh, the end of the war. And the Nazis said, if you're going to cooperate to us, and we're going to round everybody up, and we're going to go on transports, we're going to go to work camps, and if you cooperate, you're going to get on the work Otherwise, if you stay here, we're going to shoot you all. So that was a... So they sent little, little um, Tuvia Weiss at the time. He was a child. He was... I don't know, 10, 11, 12, they sent him to run to the, uh, to the next town where there was a Chasheva Reish HaKal of Pressburg, Rav, the Rav of Pressburg. And they asked him what to do. We don't know. We have, we have a decision. If, should we cooperate with the Germans? They knew about the gas chambers. They said, we're probably going to go to the gas chambers. Should we not and hide um, and, or, or should we listen and we have more of a chance which way should we go so the, the little boy came to Reptovia and says my, my town has a dilemma they want to know the answer what to do so he said I'm sorry to tell you neither answer is correct it's not good it's very very bad um, th- there's no right answer if you can do it you do it if you can't you can't however before you go back in other words if I guess yeah, it's, it's, there's no one answer for everybody. If you have a way, if you're a good fighter or a good derechateva, you can hide more. If you're an older person, don't, don't even bother because it's not going to, you know, you have families, whatever, you know, don't, uh, 
it's it, there's no right answer. Unfortunately, he knew by Rocha Kaidish that it wasn't good. So he said, But Rabbi Tovio, before you go back, I want you to take this. The king of England decide, was benevolent and he decided to save a thousand, a thousand people for his birthday. I don't know, a thousand kids. So I have so many kids that need it. But you're here and you're a child and you ask this question. I have a ticket on the kinder transport, famous kinder transport. I, I want to give it to you. Take this ticket, go back, say the answer, but pack up and, and come back and, and we're, we're leaving soon. So he went back home, he told, unfortunately, he kissed and hugged his, 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 fa- his parents goodbye. And there was a story that his father actually ran, came to the train station and ran after him. And he's running and he's running and he's asking what, what, he wants to say goodbye. And, and he sees him and he catch, starts catching up to the train and his father falls and he gets up. He sees his father and his father screams out to him his last words. He says, Fagesnisht di bist ayid. Never forget that you're a yid. That, that, that father's the last thing that he heard his father say, and he went to England. And he went with a thousand other children. And they came to England and they took care of them and they um, set them up. The, uh, they never invaded England at that uh, They never did invade England, but um, they were still at war with them. But they were at that point safe. They didn't know what was going to be. But anyway, the king. Uh, lined them up. It was uh, the, on the a few days later was the birthday of the king, and he had the thousand um, orphans. Now, now they were orphans, but then they whatever children that were saving. They lined up on two sides of the um, of the road, and the king's uh, chariot or, or motorcade actually it wasn't that, uh, passed through, and they all thanked the king. Thanked that's that was the uh, thing. They all thanked the king. So, Tuvia had a friend that um, was a, a brave kid, a gutsy kid, you know, the kid that got kicked out of class every single, every single thing, uh, <laughs> class. Um, uh, that kid was standing next to him, and he says, when the motorcade came, the kid jumped on to the motorcade. And they were going to push him off, and the kid said, he, he says, King, King, thank you, I want to talk to you. Jumps onto the motorcade, and all the, 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 the soldiers, you know, the bobbies and the, uh, these stiff guys, whatever, are pushing him off, you know, the ones that don't smile and, and, and march, you know, those guys. So they, they're pushing away. The king said, No, 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 don't, don't push him off. I want to hear what the kid says. He's a kid. What do you think he's going to do? Come on, bring him on. He brought him on. He sat him next to him on, a, on his, his motorcade, and the, he says, King, thank you so much for saving mine and, and, and my, my, all my friends' life, but life, but King, it would be so much more perfect. Your your kindness and benevolence. He didn't say it like this. He's a kid, but your kindness would be so much greater if you, my family, would be here. You didn't bring my family. It would be so perfect if if you could bring my family. And they said, the advisors say, this is a wartime. We're at war with Germany. You're not bringing. Where you know, can't bring from the from the enemy. And the king said. It was a challenge, right? You give a king a challenge. He says, okay, no problem. He says, give me your name. Write down your name. What's your country? What's your father's name? What's your mother's name? Let me see what I, what I can do. 48 hours later, they had an airlift, special airlift. This family all came with their relatives. He says, the king's edict, you know, they made some sort of deal, whatever it was. 
you know, it was a king's pride, and they brought in this whole family with the brothers and extended family, like a whole, like, you know, we talked about a private jet to Uman, a private jet to, 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 to England, and they brought in this whole family, and they did it. So Rabbi says, this, he, his friend had the guts, he didn't have the guts, he never saw his parents again. He was the Gav, the Agavid, he was the, the, the Rav of Yushalayim, of Tuvia Weiss. He says, he was a big, big, big Gadol Hadar. He says, my friend, he asked, he had the, he had the guts, he had the, the, the goal to ask the king, to jump onto the king when the king is in the, in the house. And he asked him, he asked him, for, and look what he got, he got his whole family. 999, we got our lives, so we're thankful. But we didn't ask. Obviously, King couldn't have brought everybody in. But at least the ones that the one that asked, at least he asked, he got it. He says that's Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah is a time when the king is here. All we got to do is ask. You think that we're asking too much? We're not. If we don't ask, we're not going to get. If we're going to ask, we're going to get. It's 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 just a matter of of taking the opportunity of the king being here. Even if we don't deserve it, the Hanan is there, the king is there. Do the kid deserve it? No, but Hashem is even more benevolent than the king of England, much, much more. And he wants to help even if we don't deserve it. But one of the things we got to do is we got to be there, we got to show up, we got to say, I'm not a robot, I'm alive, I want to connect to you, I want your Hanan, I want you to sit on the Kisei Rachimim, I'm going to use your Shleshusei Midais, I'm going to be there. I want to connect. Please give me Matnas Chinam. May we all have, this is right before Hashanah, I'll see you next year. May we all have, I'm going to daven for you, you daven for me, we daven for all of us, as at Sibur. We're going to daven for each other, we're going to storm the heavens, and we're not going to have any more tsaris this year. There's going to be no more, no more tragedies. Daven for Klai Yisrael, daven for Mashiach. Don't just daven, yeah, the job is great, the girl is great, or boy, anyone watching. Um, the, that's all important and the house is great but let's, let's not forget the big things guys the big things are Mashiach has to come Tzaris has got to stop we got to get you know, people who are, are, who are Sainisha Yisrael you know, stop and, and if we, we, we doubt for it it can and it will come we'll see you next year Amen.